Before we get to the podcast, we wanted to acknowledge the sad news of the passing of fellow podcaster and amazing internet personality, Bobby Pauls, the Nintendo guru. Our heart goes out to all those affected by this loss. We didn't know him personally, but really enjoyed his work and felt his positive force through the gaming podcast community online. I know this isn't much and not really doing justice to the amazing guy he is, but thanks, Bobby. You are an inspiration to all of us. Wishing all the best for his family and friends during this hard time. Hello and welcome to Nintendo Pals Podcast, episode 27. Tonight, we say happy birthday to the Switch. We talk about some Animal Crossing updates and the rumblings of the Switch Pro. That and more. Alrighty, I am joined tonight by my fellow Nintendo pal, Micah. Yep. And I am Andros. And we are joined tonight by super special guest from the All N podcast, Seth. Welcome. Hey, that's me. That's me. Thanks so much. <laughs> yes, thank I you is, for coming it on. Is, it, it is an actual, it is an honor to be here. This is my first, oh. like guest appearance on any sort of podcast I, i'm a fan of you guys and, and what you guys are doing i listen to you guys you're part of my rotation so i i am thrilled to be here with you sir wow well thank you so much oh, thank I, you i didn't realize this was your first time i feel like i feel it like is. uh we snagged a legend early on then so oh. that's that's oh. great because i also I am a take it. i am also a big fan of the all in nintendo podcast so definitely go check those guys Thanks. out if you if you haven't already as a member of our community great work over Thanks, there man. i really appreciate that we've had you on before and uh yeah no we we love it we love it and uh, it's been great like getting to know you guys and hanging out in your community so yeah again it's total honor to be here with you guys tonight well there's um it, to, Tonight's going to be a, a special episode, I think, because we're going to be talking about, um, there's there's not a ton of news to cover, but we're going to mm. be kind of reminiscing, if you will, as we celebrate what we just had with the Switch's fourth birthday, which is wow. what, like 40 in game console years? <laughs> it's pretty it's close, around 2020 years. Yeah, yeah, it's 40 <laughs> in 2020 years, that's for sure. But we're, I mean, we're a little over halfway through the console's lifespan, estimating, guessing. Yeah, um, that's what they say. And yeah, I mean, were you guys, were, you guys were both early adopters for the Switch. Am I, am I reading that right? Mike, yeah. I know you got it day one. Uh, Shortly I after? I don't think I did. Oh, really? I, uh, I struggled to get mine for a bit, but it, it didn't take too long. Yeah. Gotcha. I was minute yeah. one. I wasn't crazy enough to camp out in the freezing cold at two in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I fortunately, I uh, have a good rapport with my local GameStop. I worked there. I was one of the managers there for like seven years. 
So the guys who run that place now, I'm still pretty good friends with them. And they were like, yeah, dude, like you got your Switch order here. I had my Breath of the Wild, all the Amiibo. Like I, I must have spent, I, I don't even want to think about how much money that night. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I was there midnight day one and I was so excited. Yeah, that's pretty sweet though. It's a, it's, it was an exciting time. I got to live in the hype without actually getting a Switch myself. Um, right. I did not get a Switch day one. But I, for some reason, was coaxed in by our friend Eli to helping him get a Switch day one. <laughs> yes. So we all, friendship. we all stood in different lines trying to make sure we could get one because he did not pre-order. Respect. Yeah. Respect. He was, he was trying really hard not to get one day one. And then the hype just overtook him and he couldn't. He, he, it was like days before he's like well we're i've got to, i've got to get one and you can't pre-order at that point it was all all pre-orders oh, were out man. yeah no i when it comes to nintendo stuff and i've always been this way i'm kind of a psycho about it i uh the second they they fully revealed it the second like gamestop was taking pre-orders like everything from amiibo like i i'm all about it and i i just uh yeah i couldn't get it fast enough i, I i'm i took a week off work when the switch came out like it's nice. it was serious. <laughs> yeah, well that's good. At least you got a switch out of that deal. I stood out I, I was freezing out in the middle of <laughs> in the middle yeah, of winter but... in uh Idaho, Best Buy. <laughs> got it. Yeah, it but then cold. you were able to play through uh Mario Odyssey and Breath of the Wild on theirs, weren't you? Yeah, I I yeah, so it was basically a out of it. it was like a joint it was like a joint console. I feel like my sacrifice, he felt a little obligated to let me use it, so I mean, it was worth it. It worked yeah. out. It worked and now out. I have my own. I, I just want to clarify that. I've been hosting this podcast for 27 episodes. I have Every time a new game Switch. comes out, you call up Eli and ask if you can borrow his Switch. <laughs> Dude, I, need, I need the Switch today. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's for the podcast. Yeah. Well, let's jump on over to the first segment of our show then and talk about what we have been playing with what you playing? All right. Uh, Seth, do you want to go first here? What have you been playing lately? Yeah. Sure. Um, two, well, I guess three big things. So I'm trying to 100% uh, Super Mario 3D World. And 100% for those that don't know, what that game means, you have to do every level with every character. So <laughs> uh, it's, yep. um, it's a task. <laughs> it's a task phenomenal game though like if you guys have not checked that out yet super mario 3d world plus bowser's fury is amazing and um I i've just been having so much fun with that so it's one of those things where like you know every night i'll jump on do a few levels i'm up to world six now i've done all six worlds with every single character so far gold flagpole all of them so uh, that's you don't have to collect everything as every single character, so no. So that at least, like, <laughs> at least the last three are, uh, yeah, like basically Which speed runs. Nice. Yeah. Yes. yeah, basically, basically, yeah. You can just kind of, and it, it's kind of cool actually to to play the game that way because, like, my wife was watching me and she was like, "I feel like you could like speed run this." I'm like, "Well, okay, I'm not that good." But you do kind of develop some strats, like some some stuff like that, where you find these weird little ways to make it a little bit faster and. So I, I like playing the game that way. I'm not looking forward to doing Champions Road again four more times. Because uh, <laughs> yeah. I did it once, and I, I'm not looking forward to doing that more than once. 
Um, it's very, very hard. But uh, but yeah, it's been fun. Um, another thing I wanted to shout out so people know about it, because I feel like it's flying under the radar for a lot of folks, is Blue Fire, um, which is an indie game on the eShop. And it's basically like if Wind Waker and Hollow Knight had a baby, kind of. Um, I know that sounds weird, but it's like a 3D platformer. It's got that kind of Metroidvania aspect to it. And I'm telling you, if you look at gameplay of it, the visual style, the combat, it literally feels like Wind Waker. And um, it's really, really good, man. Like, I'm I'm really enjoying it. And uh, I, I just, I want more people to be aware that this game exists because it's it feels like I'm not really seeing too many people talk about it. So... Blue Fire, check it out. Yeah, that's that's I'll a definitely a, check that out. Yeah, that's a, that's a great I, looking I one. About that. I I'd heard about it, and I should have mentioned this to you, Micah, because this is like got your name written all over it. Wind really Wind Waker good. art style and and kind of kind of gameplay, but with like the challenge of something like Celeste Hollow Knight. It's hard. It's hard okay. too. It does good. not pull punches. Yeah, it's good. I really like it a lot. And another game. Speaking of hard, last thing I'll shout out: Ghosts and Goblins. That just came out. Uh, I see. Pick that one up. Yeah, been playing that. We're planning on uh, on all end. We're doing next week a uh, full review of it. So I've been playing through that, and that's uh, yeah, that's a mean game. (laughs) (laughs) So yes, I I was excited to see if you if you're familiar with the series. Yeah, I was excited to see him get a little. uh, If you're familiar with the series, you know it's uh, it's mean. Yeah, tease the news a little bit. I'll I'll excited he got a me costume that that's pretty cool yeah yeah that was cool and a spirit too which is weird but yeah (laughs) yeah that's about it for me nice micah what have you been playing well i played some uh fortnite yesterday with you tried out the high explosives got the coolest uh dance yes shanty for a squad i can't remember exactly what it was called but uh highly recommend it it's great <laughs> i posted a video um, of it in the in the discord that uh just uh of the song that was posted to youtube and yeah that's the emote is if you get multiple people nice. together you're all singing this shanty it is so good it is so funny and that's going to be our like anytime we win that's going to be our thing now <laughs> yeah. I, i'm going to need you guys to like sherpa me on fortniters i've literally never played fortnite so ever oh that's like the whole reason to get a switch just kidding yeah. please don't please nobody 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 at me in comments anywhere <laughs> i'm just kidding to be fair the amount of hours i've put in practically make it worthwhile just for that <laughs> for it's a, a lot of fun game, i mean i'm super impressed by it yeah yeah yeah, it's a lot of fun. I, I'd say we're not as into it as we used to be. Maybe there's yeah. just a lot more. Like maybe to play. once a week now. Got it. Yeah. I play. I play even less than that now. Probably like once, once or twice a month. Just hop in and do stuff. Gotta yeah, it's fun. It out. I just gotta see what the fuss is, you know. Yeah, yeah it's 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 pretty different than your run of the mill shooter, just because the yeah, building yeah. aspect changes it up a lot. We've talked about it a few times on this show. Uh, it's a great time now to jump in as a beginner because they have greatly helped with the skill-based um, matches. Oh, Matchmaking. And, right. and they added bots so that when you're first starting out and just learning the controls, you, you can still you nab don't a, just nab get victory. slammed. <laughs> yeah. 
That's good. Whereas when we started, <laughs> for, for some me. for some reason, when we started, yeah. it did we were we were enjoying just punishment. Like people were just yeah. so good. Yeah. Yeah, just every once in a while you come across one, you're like, hmm, is that guy like a, a streamer or something? Because <laughs> that <Right>. was gross. <laughs> Am I getting laughed at on Twitch? Right yeah, now? for real. <laughs> Hopefully he's not a popular streamer with too many people watching what I just did. But uh, It's Ninja. Whatever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but besides that, I uh, played some Rocket League a couple times. I, I have Rocket League, man. I, I'm trying to convince myself to actually get good at that game just i mean they're like professional players one of our people that have put a lot of time into just do a lot of really cool things and it's like man i kind of wish i could do that but at the same time i don't know if i have that kind of time <laughs> right commit to it oh yeah sure you don't have that kind of time talk talk about that other game you played this week sir oh uh <laughs> penal de pawn you mean that one <laughs> yeah so i I played some of that with uh, Andrew some verses, and uh, I did I did pretty good the first match. I won like one or something, and then and he kind of schooled wiped, me, wiped the floor with him every me a little match. bit. And it... uh, so I was like, man, it was late at night. I was like, I'm gonna put in a couple matches, practice, try and get a little bad at this game to surprise him. And uh, I went on to play for uh, eight hours in the uh, extra hard versus mode. Man, so. I I played from like twelve thirty to uh like eight thirty in the morning. And uh but I managed to beat all the levels and it and was a really beat, good feeling telling him that I'd beat all impressive. of the extra hard levels. He beat versus which I've been trying to beat for several weeks at this point. Um he beat it in one night. Fueled by fueled by defeat. Yeah, for real. I'm, I'm yeah. like, I'm like, just so blown away. I feel like I need to, uh, like, we need to harness this superpower that you this have. This energy, yeah. <laughs> that I, I sometimes randomly get. I wish I could be like productive with it. But revenge so, yeah. energy. Yeah, <laughs> revenge energy. That's what we're gonna call it. There you go. Patent pending. That game is so dumb. I've decided it. The extra hard is. So broken. Nothing should be that difficult. I essentially just played on the last level for like four hours until I luckily somehow won. But yeah, I mean, you're just so outclassed by that computer. Yeah. Making matches so fast. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, and I did get back into Animal Crossing some just for some of that sweet Mario bling. Yeah. But now that I found out it's not like limited time, uh, I don't feel the need to right. go on every day to buy my limit of things. But, right. So I, I actually also went uh, diving in the ocean again. It was kind of nice since the first time there were quite a few new things to catch, including uh, a spider crab, which yeah. I spent like 15 minutes trying to catch. I, even though I was moving slow to try and like not spook it, it kept just swimming away super fast. And eventually, I managed to just kind of trap it in the corner of That's the ocean. That's what you gotta do. It was, yeah, it that's was what rough. I had caught one before, and it didn't like give me much grief. And then this one came up, and I was like, "What the heck is this? Like, why?" The spider crab. Yeah. Man. I'm like, they're fast. I'm like googling tutorials. I'm like, how do I do this? It was what was it? I, like a month or two ago, they had the I think it was the lobster, and uh, Eric, my co-host on All End, he had told me how much trouble he had catching it and i was like well you know what i'm gonna count and like see how many attempts it takes me 
to catch this thing. I was just out in the ocean, just catching everything until eventually one of them was a lobster. It was like 287 attempts, something like that, before I finally got a lobster. It was nuts. Yeah, I feel like some of the stuff's a little too rare. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And then super fast, like you said, you got to corner it and everything. You feel yeah. weird. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if it's just going to swim through the net. So before I'd been like trying to keep it away. Right. And I was like, well, I give up. I'm either going to catch it against the net or I'm done. I don't care. Now you anymore. get the spider crab. It's this big old monstrous oh, yeah. thing. I want a bunch of them scattered all throughout my <laughs> island. They're great. They look kind of horrifying when you pull them out. I, I was like, is they that do. a face sucker? Like, that's. <laughs> <laughs> I've got one. I have a little. Uh, so my island is kind of like Japanese town themed. And I have a takoyaki oh, stand. I have a spider crab running my takoyaki stand. Oh, nice. oh that, that's pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I okay. think that's all I've been uh, playing this last week, though. Nice. Um, I've been playing a lot of the same stuff because Mike and I tend to game together quite a bit. Together, uh, yeah. So I also hopped back into Animal Crossing for the Mario items and... Um, I, I don't know. It's gotten me back in. It's been long enough. According to my villagers, it's been four months. Um, but it's been longer than that because I just logged on for like a single holiday event. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so did that. And I had quite the mess to clean up. My son shares my island. He left stuff everywhere. I had to go pick it up. And, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just like in real life. Just like in real, yeah, just like, just like in real life. It's you clean your room, Dad. The, the <laughs> Mario stuff is very cool. I, I really dig it, it. I like yeah. the utility of the warp pipe. It's so nice. Oh yeah. Yeah, man. And uh, awesome. really like the coins and the just different interactable items. Um, excited to make something with it. I'm I completely forgot about the nook shopping limit per day so yes. i went in yeah i went in and just bought five one-up mushrooms and tried to buy another one and it was like you've reached your limit i'm like oh no oh no i can't believe i just spent it's on five of the same item sense it makes no sense yeah. i don't know why you already have to pay for it and you already have to wait until the next day for it to ship Yep. So, like, why put another barrier in front of the player, you know? So, yeah. it's, it's frustrating. Luckily, we have a pretty good uh, friend group and community willing to hop in, and we were we were kind of all swapping and sending Mario items to each other. There's a bunch yeah, where it's cool. like, you just want to get a bunch of them, but you can't. Or right. it's, an, it's an order yeah. limit. So, like, the coins. I mean, like, especially, like, coins and blocks. Yep. I mean, you need a bunch of those to, like, really do something. Yes, right. exactly. Anyways, I'm, I'm excited uh, to make something i actually have a space reserved on my island that i was going to make a theme park with and never got to and so now that's just a big it's an empty spot that's going to be a mario little spot uh, mario theme park yeah yeah uh yeah. which i guess that's a good spot we could we could segue right well i, I well let me talk a little bit more about what we're, what we're doing here I'll, i i'm like that's a good segue to news but i i do i do have a couple more games i've been playing i also played panel dupont um, I'm not going to talk about it. How's, how's so that? It's how's not that going extra well. hard versus mode going? <laughs> I was to say, did you do the the hard mode like Micah did? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so you have to do on hard mode. You have to like hold the B button, like push. It's up. like L up and then A. 
Yeah, and that selected, that unlocks super hard mode in in versus. And yeah. I'm I wasn't sure level it, seven. it happened at first because like the only thing that really tells you that's happening is like the background goes red. Yep. Mm. Yep. Scary. Yeah, it's very intimidating. <laughs> yeah, I'm stuck You're on hard mode, son. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, hard, that hard mode. I'm stuck on the mermaid level. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Nothing says hardcore like mermaid. Yeah, Seriously, I, I don't. I don't know how to win. I. I like have. I, I have gotten much better at the game, like crazy good at the game at making combos and stuff. I'm making combos as things are falling on the board. I'm like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, this is going to fall right into place. So I'll just move these over like you really gotta let fast. People, you got to let people build up a ton of like blocks. And then once you like change them, so they start turning into the regular pieces, you rearrange the bottom of your board. You have to have a lot build up so you have more time. Yeah. You can set up like a bunch of combos. Yeah. I'm seeing combos I never. Yeah, I am seeing things I've never seen before while playing Pong. But also, I can't recommend trying it. Yeah, super hard mode. It's so dumb. It's literally not even fun. (laughs) I I enjoy it. I think it's it's a good one, but it definitely can suck time away quickly. Uh, I enjoyed it first. (laughs) Besides that, I also jumped in and played a little bit of Mario 3D World. I we're we're trying to clear through that on hundred percent. I'm probably not gonna try and do every single character, but we'll probably yeah. just try and do the whole game, get all the stamps and all the uh stars. like a same person. Like a same yeah. person. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Champions Road, I have not tried. Um I Micah made me try Sorry. one one really, really difficult level once and we never we never beat it in that session that we were playing. Because uh, that was I mean, the first Champions one I tried. Road. Yeah, I'm Champions assuming that was ridiculous. Champions Road. I can't remember, but yeah. Um, it it's, it's just seems so long compared yeah. to other levels. It is, and there's no <laughs> checkpoints. Yeah, it's it's rough. Brutal. So I'm I'm not looking forward to that, but I also am because I, I do like the more challenging Mario levels. I, I really liked the bonus levels and worlds in Mario Galaxy. You know, you, yeah. could, get, you could get those like extra difficult ones. So... I'm excited. Looking forward to that. And yeah, besides that, um, not not played a ton this week. It's been um, more just kind of uh, like we. I guess I can talk to this again. Uh, last last episode went to the arcade with my wife. Uh, this. <laughs> This time went with my son for just uh, some father son time, and he loved nice. it, man. It was it was it was a blast. Played some Guitar Hero. He really liked Skeet Ball, you know, just a classic. Yeah, I've never actually played Skeet Ball. Oh, oh my goodness! I've also Dude, actually what? only been to an arcade once in my life <laughs> for a cousin's oh, bachelor party. Well, uh, next time you're in town, man, we're gonna we're gonna go. Oh, yeah, do, we'll uh, definitely go have to check that out. Definitely. We have uh so I'm from Chicago originally and up in Chicago, there's a, a, a famous arcade called the galloping ghost. And it's, I think it's the biggest arcade in the United States. It's got like 700 cabinets. Oh, and dang. Wow. It's awesome because they've got everything. They've got more modern stuff, but they also have a ton of retro stuff. They got an original pong cabinet, anything you could imagine. Oh, cool. And you pay 20 bucks and it's free play all day and you can hang on to your receipt you can pop out and go get lunch and come back and it's just free play all day long 
So whenever I'm back up in Chicago, that's that's one of the things that we we have got to stop and do is is galloping ghost. And I mean, dude, we'll spend a whole day there just playing like root beer tapper. I mean, all kinds of stuff. Man, that's so fun. Yeah, our arcades are are great. I am glad we we actually have uh, several here where where I live um, that are like barcades. Um, yeah, but this one, although it has a bar, is uh, definitely geared towards towards everybody. Uh, there's there were quite a few kids there, so that that's that's nice. But it's it's just so well kept. They had a I. I made a mistake. I uh, went. We went up to this cabinet. It's a Cuphead cabinet. Oh, and really? and when I went with my wife, it was it was uh, down for maintenance. I went with my son, and he went and was like, "Oh, can we do this one?" I was like, "Oh yeah, that's a hard one." And he instantly was like, "Oh, never mind. I don't. I don't want to play that." And I was like, "Are you sure, pal? I really want to try this one." And he was just like, "No." <laughs> so oh. I accidentally <laughs> spilled the beans that Cuphead is hard, and he was like. Not Never for mind. Me. Straight up Cuphead? Is it just the game? I think so. Yeah. Nice. And it has and it's cool. got the arcade controls, um, two player, so you can both play. So I'll definitely awesome. be returning there at some point and trying that out. So that Did you yeah. manage to try some DDR this time? We did. Yes. Did some DDR. Yes. I am yes. terrible at DDR. <laughs> I forgot how bad I am at DDR. Not to brag, but in a DDR Mario mix, I did beat the hardest song on the hardest difficulty. Oh, yeah. Which isn't as hard as other DDR games, <laughs> not going to lie, though. It is very difficult, I think. But yeah, then I played some other DDRs on like a friend's Xbox, and I was like, these songs are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have enough Mario in them, you know? Exactly. That, that I mean, it's hard to better. really feel the beat when it's not Mario you're jamming to. <laughs> Plus, it has Waluigi in it. Now. Oh, it does. Yeah, yeah he's the final he's like boss. The he's the final boss. What? <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's That's great. Awesome. Oh. So great. Yeah, closest I get to that is a uh, Ring Fit Adventure. They added a uh, DLC songs, so you can do like Jump Up Superstar. Oh, yeah, those are that. so good. It's pretty oh, cool. It's cool. Yeah, on your show, you talk to bring you've... back another Mario DDR. Yeah, I will definitely be picking that up if they do. <laughs> That'd be awesome. You said you were doing uh, you've been doing ring fit pretty regularly is that yeah yeah it's yeah. going well i uh so i started at the beginning of the year i i would like to do it every day um it doesn't really work out that way but um but yeah so far i've i've dropped 11 pounds nice oh, nice. nice adventure that's cool so so yeah it's just kind of like a you know typical weight loss journey kind of thing and every month on the show the last episode of every month i pop in with an update because i was like you know how how do I keep myself accountable? And it's like, hmm, make content out of it. So, <laughs> yeah. so that's basically what it is. But yeah, it's Green Pit Adventure is a great game, man. That that game is so good for for what it is. It is so high quality, and yeah. uh, I, I really I can't recommend it enough. Such a good game. I I'm I'm loving it. I need to I need to bust it out again. I've been I've been very bad at keeping up with it. It can be mean. It can be mean. Definitely. Yeah, especially when you're stubborn like I am and don't want to low. I I will never lower the difficulty. <laughs> That's a problem. They're like, hey, uh, like maybe you should up this. Athletes and stuff. And you're like, <laughs> yeah, I'm playing on one of the hardest like five times this week. I'm playing like one Please. of the hardest settings, and it's brutal. It, it is brutal. I, no, I'm not, I'm not that cool yet. No human <laughs> should do that many squats. Ugh. ugh. Yeah. 
I like doing the squats. It is it is kind of brutal though. There there's sometimes, especially once you get up into those higher difficulties, it's like, oh, you're killing me. You're just dying, you know. But it's it's good. It's a it's a really great fitness game. Like in terms of I played Wii Fit and stuff like that. This is way better for my for my money. Nice. Well, let's uh jump on over to the next segment of our show. Uh, which is the Nintendo News. And in today's Nintendo News, we have uh, a, a little bit of stuff, uh, not as much as we have. It's it's kind of nice. Feels like a, a good little breather week after Nintendo Direct, and then we had Pokemon yeah. Presents. And it was just, both of our last episodes were jam-packed talking about news for a lot right. of it. Um, so this week, it's been a little bit lighter. Um, We'll talk first, I guess, about Mario items being added to Animal Crossing. In addition, we'll be getting some St. Patrick's Day items. Those will be available from the 10th to the 17th. And then recently, the Sanria crossover characters and items were um, introduced to Animal Crossing. Man, yeah, I need that in my life. I, I have a, uh, I have a little like frog cafe area. And one of the characters gives you, if you have the card or whatever, you can get a lot of frog items out of it. And I was like, well, you just sold a pack. You just sold it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's really cool that they brought those back and that they're like full on characters. And yeah, it's, it's wild and makes me very excited for the possible future of crossovers with Animal Crossing, especially yes. as, as big as it's gotten. Um, there's, there's a lot more that could be done. Fingers crossed for Doom. It can still happen. <laughs> that would be that would actually be amazing. And I would love it. So <laughs> yeah, it would. It would. Uh, I, I honestly though, the, with the Mario stuff especially, the whole time I'm seeing, I'm like, this is awesome. I love the implementation. I really hope they do Zelda. And if they do Zelda even half as well as they do Mario, I am gonna be thrilled. Yeah. I am really, really hoping they bring back the New Leaf uh, Zelda yes. Villagers. Yes, I was just talking about that today. It, it, they, that was so cool. Because for those that don't know, I mean, yeah, you had like a, a wolf that was like Wolf Link and a pig that was Ganon and a horse that was Epona. It was so cool. I hope they bring that back. Gosh, yeah, it, that was just like the like the best crossover. Yeah, yeah. I, I, would, I, would, I would like kill for that. That would be so good. <laughs> Um, yeah, so Animal Crossing, just, it's continued to get pretty regular updates, and people, I, I, I know we were talking, uh, several episodes ago about, um, people going, oh, there's a lack of updates, but it feels like a lot has been coming recently, uh, especially right. with the Mario stuff, and then they're, like, just holidays, they're just throwing, like, all sorts of specialty items in for every holiday, Super Bowl got right. items, Super Bowl, that's weird. What? <laughs> yeah, so big game day, big yeah. game day. Yeah, it's not it's not Super Bowl anymore. <laughs> yeah, big game day. Very Whatever. very different. <laughs> yeah, legally distinct from the Super Bowl. <laughs> Tom Nook, he's a uh, he's good. He's a good lawyer. So, yeah, he's avoiding all, he knows all those lawsuits and things. Yeah. That's why they. Yeah. Uh, we were talking. My my wife started her island over. Uh, wanted to kind of get a fresh start and and do do over and she's like i don't remember this but when you go to the islands with uh dodo airlines wilbur i believe is the pilot he's like mm. 
Once you once we leave here, we won't be able to come back. I burned the flight plans uh, for classified reasons. <laughs> and you're like, what kind of sketchy business are these dodos running yeah. here where they're burning flight plans after you go? I don't remember that. That's so funny. You burn up all the natural resources on an island and then bail, leaving no trace. Yeah. Got, yeah. got they got some sketchy deal going there. Tom Nook's got them. <laughs> he's got them covered. Something dark there. Some dark undertones there. Yeah. What's what's going to be interesting to see, right? Especially now that the game has been out for just about a year, it's mm -hmm. going to be really cool to see what they do going forward. Are they just going to recycle the same holiday stuff? Are we going to finally start getting some like paid DLC? I'm really curious to see how they're going to handle that. Yeah. I I I'm I'm curious as well. I think they could get away with paid DLC. Um, pe people will pay. The game Definitely. the game's install base is huge. So I I'm surprised it hasn't million plus. I'm surprised it hasn't happened already. Uh, so let's. Me too. But maybe they're sticking to the their principle with it, and they're just hoping that by offering more free DLC, more games will sell, which is probably true. So. It's working. It's working for them so far. I, I do think because, you know, they, they are very strategic with the, the terminology free update. The next free update will be at such and such time or whatever. <laughs> yeah, they I am sure it's only a matter of time before we start getting some paid DLC. They're definitely going to charge you, you know, a dollar for a furniture set or, or whatever. Right. You know, they're they're going to have a season pass or something like that. I mean, when you have an install base of, again, over 30 million players that own that game, that's just money on the table. They're, they're not going to leave that money on the table. Yep. Yep. So, paid DLC, you heard it here. It's coming. It's coming. <laughs> you heard it but here hopefully, hope, Nintendo has always delivered on the paid content. So, yeah. that's that's the thing, is it's not going to be... It's not going to be worthless. So, I, I'm excited to see yeah. what comes. Uh, moving off... Animal Crossing, we have some new My Nintendo Mario missions up, and the pin set is, as of yesterday, still up. Uh, really? That's surprising. For, for pin set two, my brother went on yesterday, did a bunch of extra challenges. That's why they added more challenges, I'm assuming, so they could uh, get right. some more pin sets out, because there were several people that just did all, they couldn't get enough challenges done because they had expired. Uh, right. there, there were a lot of times yeah, in that ones. boat. <laughs> yeah. Seven so done like any challenges. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, it's, that's cool that they did that and that those are still available. Makes me feel a little less cool about, you know, spending my hour and a half refreshing the page on the day it was launched. But... It was so weird. I have no idea how it happened, but I, I forgot. I, I was at work when they went live and I just happened to look on Twitter and I saw somebody post about it. I was like, oh, right, those went live. Man, I probably already missed out. And I just was able to pop on there, get my order in. Like, it was all within, like, two minutes. I had no issues at all. It was so weird. Yeah, no, it took us a long time. That, yeah, that, that first one, I was, like, in that boat. I was doing, like, it was, like, two and a half hours of just refreshing and trying to get that first set. But wound up getting them both. I don't have them in a cool shadow box yet. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that shadow box turned out really well. I, I'm very pleased with how it turned out. Just kind of yeah, randomly fit the one we got. So yeah. Um, 
So pin sets, if you haven't snagged one and are thinking about snagging one, definitely check that out. They might still be available. They're gorgeous and pins. They are. Uh, this one comes with a 35th anniversary logo pin that is Massive. huge. It is huge. It's like the size of your hand. It's huge. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in addition to that, we also had the Mr. Sakurai Presents Mithra and Pyra. Mm -hmm. Pyra and Mithra. I don't know. It really matters. And Order. <laughs> the character looked really cool. Uh, I'm actually genuinely interested in, in picking that one up. At some point, uh, they definitely put a lot of work into making that character a cool one. Yeah. And with that, got some new me costumes. And one of those we've already talked about, Arthur from Ghosts and Goblins for me fighter costume and then we also got some monster hunter costumes and i believe there was like rathalos gear armor uh, and, and several like armor sets from monster hunter right yeah sorry monster hunter fans because you know I, I feel so bad because it, it seems like whenever they put out some me fighter costumes it kind of deconfirms the character and I know a lot of people yeah, are hoping they would make them official characters. I know people people get bummed when they see these me fighter costumes. I personally yeah. get excited when they add cool me fighter costumes. Like yeah. I thought Cuphead and um, Sans. I Sans, just thought that yeah. was so cool. I'm like, what a way to add these characters in. I feel like it does justice to those characters. I, I can see being disappointed from not for uh, the Monster Hunter ones, but Ray of Hope here. Uh, from what I think I heard, those were already in the previous Smash Bros. game, so it may just be a re-release of the old costumes and might not necessarily cancel a Monster Hunter character. That being said, we're, we're going to talk about that a little bit more in our community corner today. We got a question okay. on Smash characters, so I'm, I'm excited to talk about that. Uh yeah, anything you guys want to talk about with the Sakurai Presents? Just that Pyra and Mithra are super fun. Um, we we played a bunch of that uh, basically as soon as they went live, and I'm really impressed with the way that they... You know, they're always so impressive with the way they really lovingly put these characters into the game. And for sure. yeah. folks who are... you know, I'm a huge fan of Xenoblade Chronicles 2. That game is amazing. And... Um, it, they they just really nailed the two characters' personalities, their move sets. I mean, it's they're a ton of fun. I've already gone through classic mode. I've already done the spirit board with them, and uh, they they both control super well. I, I love them. Nice, man. I I really liked when we did the Sephiroth. Sephiroth, man. I can't say any characters' names. <laughs> all these uh, all these Smash Bros. characters' names. Sephiroth's yeah, like yeah. boss battle to unlock the character. That was great. Oh, I hope they do more that of that because so cool. that that was really fun. Uh, a cool addition to to j just like a little unlockable thing. They're like, oh, well, we felt like yeah. he needed to have this, and yeah. So I hope they do more things like that. Uh, I'd forgotten so that too. everybody has their own like classic mode path, so that's cool. Oh yeah, oh, gosh, yeah. That's I need one to of my go. Favorite parts. Yeah, I need to go do that with Steve. I, I <laughs> haven't done that. Yeah, I have unlocked. Steve's is fun. I have not purchased any of the DLC except for Steve. Uh, that was my. Mm -hmm. That was my like. I have to. I I can't not get that. 
that's fair. Uh, being a yeah. longtime Minecraft fan. Um, that's fair. So we talked a little bit about with the Animal Crossing decor making our own Nintendo land. But Micah, worry not, because in 2025, we're going to get Nintendo land in Orlando. Uh, that's what reports, just around the corner. reports are saying that so it, the, the postponed date went from being 2023 to 2025. And hopefully it stays at, at, at that and doesn't get pushed Not back anymore. More. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I'm i really looking forward to that. I don't know if you guys have, have seen the uh, videos of that folks have been taking from the Japanese It looks version. so cool. I like, It looks amazing. I cry a little bit at the uh, fact that I won't be able to go there. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I, I'm just really hoping that when we get the, the you know, Orlando version, there's been rumors that they're going to do like Donkey Kong expansions. It'd be mm-hmm. really cool if when Orlando opens up, they just have all of that already. And um, I, I would love that. But honestly, no matter what it is, I, I've got to go back. My my, So <laughs> 2017, my wife and I made a trip to Orlando. That's actually where we got engaged. And we loved it. That was my first. I've never been to amusement park before. That was my first experience with that. Never been to Disney, nothing like that. And wow. now that they're doing this... I'm like 2025. Whenever this thing opens, we're definitely we're we're gonna be spending way too much money, and we're going back to Orlando. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm located in Florida, and uh, I will hope to still be in the area that that point, and we'll definitely be yeah. there day one. I even if I'm not here in Florida, I probably will be there day one. I'm just so excited yeah, for man. it. It looks really good, and yeah, it's supposedly got a lot more area purchased for the expansion here right uh, where japan is limited in space and if you i i that is one thing i noted from the videos is it looked pretty compact i do not i right i really doubt that's going to be that way here in florida in the same way uh if you go to disneyland versus disney world disneyland is packed disney world right. you got to take like a bus between parks <laughs> and it's it's a walk between rides but a very pretty walk they've got it's just the scenery and decor is just so awesome so i i'm excited to see universal has gone above and beyond on what they've done uh for their other parks here in the states so it'll be cool yeah they're because aren't they adding it to this like it's called like epic universe or something like that like a like a whole separate park yep basically so yeah it should be it should be a lot bigger i just I got to get on the Mario Kart ride. I got to buy all the merchandise. I got to eat the food. Like I know that's where so cool. yeah. uh, we got to save up an extra like thousand, two thousand bucks oh, for geez. souvenirs. Unfortunately, easily. <laughs> easily. Yeah. I guess it's yeah. kind of a good thing it's coming later. It just gives you a little more time to save up some of that yeah, cash. Some life savings away. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> There's a positive to that postpone. Well, since we're on the topic of postponed, let's talk post Malone. Oh, post Malone. Oh, oh yeah, that was, I, I was it. I was waiting yeah, hardcore that, for yeah. that segue. Yep. Love. Um, I could see it in your eyes. <laughs> you were like, yes. Oh well, Micah, what were your thoughts on the post Malone concert? The, it, the not not the not not a regular one, the Pokemon one, since this is a Nintendo yeah. show. The it, uh, Pokemon Twenty Five. Slightly out of place, I guess. I don't know. It's it just seemed kind of weird. It seemed like a regular animated, I guess, concert, but with Pokemon in the background. 
Yeah, but, it was. It, I mean, was... it seems like they put quite a bit of effort into like the Pokemon animations and stuff. Right. It, it looked pretty cool. Yeah, it looked good. It sounded good. It just was like, what is happening Why? right now? Yeah, yeah. I'm like listening to they... Post Malone sing Post Malone songs with you know like Umbreon just kind of vibing in the background. Jamming. Yeah. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> What's happening right now? What am I watching? That was my big question leading up to the concert. I was like, so are they going to have him do like the... I want to hear some theme songs. Well, yeah. I I was like, is he going to do more? He did the uh, Hootie and the Blowfish cover. So I was like, are they going to do more 90s songs? Are they going to do the kind of, you know, the NSFW Post Malone songs, you know, for the Pokemon concert? So it was weird, man. I just... And so this is something that is a specific problem that I have with a lot of media Um, Because I am kind of a novice audio engineer and sound editor. And so I have a habit of picking up bad audio editing. And there's a couple of little annoyances watching that concert, especially when you could tell that they were just layering the pre-recorded music on top of like random clips of him on a soundstage pretending like it was live. Uh, So that was that kind of took me out of it. But otherwise... I, I kind of like that. We were talking about this on the show. Um, I kind of like how short it was. It's only like 12 minutes. I know mm-hmm. a lot of people were bummed out by that, but it makes it really rewatchable. It makes it really kind of easy to pop in and watch a just weird, bizarre Twilight Zone <laughs> Post Malone Pokemon music video, basically, is what it is. So it was yeah, cool. they got you know. more music and artists coming, sounds like. Yes, that's yeah. what I'm looking forward to. Yeah. This felt like Pokemon's attempt to be Fortnite. Mm. In my mind, uh, Fortnite has done some very cool live concerts, which Micah and I both participated in a couple of those. Uh, well, Marshmallow. I, I'm only remembering Marshmallow as well. Yeah, they've had, they've had lots one. of events, like live right. game events. But the Marshmallow concert, wow, that was awesome to, to watch. Uh, while playing in the game. And if Pokemon had something going like that, I feel like this would have fit just so well in that, but they don't. So they're like, right. Here's a video. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I it was Post Malone live in the laggy wild area in Sword and Shield. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, they, they could have done something like that. That would have been cool. Like a, like a weird limited time raid he's he's a yeah he's just the gigamax giga giga malone (laughs) that would have been amazing oh man i i do feel like mainstream media is trying to hit into these gaming markets in in certain ways and and fortnite's probably the best example of that with with what they've been doing with uh showing movie commercials and music videos and right um and pokemon is definitely trying that out with their 25th anniversary working with these uh mainstream media artists and i mean i don't know maybe postpone's really big into pokemon he said it was a big honor at the end he was like this is uh so i'm so excited to be here this is an honor he was a little weird looking in the uh i I couldn't i couldn't (laughs) get over it It was kind of uncanny valley too too far into the uncanny valley but yeah it just you know it would have been cool if it was an actual live performance if they had him in a mocap suit 
or and something. And they had like real that, Pokemon. Actually. Yeah, yeah, you know, real live <laughs> Pokemon with him. But no, if they had him in like a mocap yeah. suit doing an actual live performance or something like that, and every now and then you could actually see him in the flesh to kind of like illustrate that it was happening live and not just, you know, pre-rendered from months ago, you know? Yeah. So my favorite, what it is. my favorite take I saw from it was like, imagine being a trainer and looking up <laughs> at a flying rock <laughs> with Post Malone yeah. singing, just goes cruising past you. Just like it grants your wish, Post Malone grants your wish. <laughs> yeah. you yeah. it. <laughs> uh, it's it's just so weird. Well, we're gonna talk now. Um, we'll move to the next segment of our show, uh, and this is gonna be kind of the meteor section here. Uh, let's talk the rumor mill. Now, the rumor mill is on fire, guys with switch pro switch pro rumors are a flying and i wasn't really going to talk about this uh, or emphasize it too much but i think it kind of became a big thing once bloomberg picked up the story and well they didn't pick up the story they they're the ones that really fanned the flame here and started with a report right that they had talked with insiders and um gotten some details uh, i'll kind of list out high level what we've got the the rumored specs on a switch pro are we are getting an oled an oled screen uh that will still be 720 uh 720 pixel and is going to be seven inches width uh Instead so 6.2 was it yeah so the... the thing i saw is if you if you like take a look at well, I'll turn it on. It'll make it a little easier to see for those watching the video. Um, the switch, if you, you turn it on, it's got that black bezel on the right. outside of the screen. So basically just go... Getting rid of that. Get, yeah, getting rid of the bezel. Just just go the full width. Maybe a little... Right. It's a little less than that. And that's the size of the screen that is being reported as uh, in production. And... Apparently, uh, production on that is going to begin in the June time frame. And this Switch Pro is also reported as being 4K when docked. So, very interesting. There's this also a big jump. prior to that, uh, rumors of DLSS being added to the, um, the internals of the Switch. Now, I'm not a, I'm not a huge hardware guy i'm not i'm not like a pro pc builder or anything like that yeah but, no, nothing <laughs> but from what i do know 720 on a screen that big is going to look fine it's going to look crisp and clear yeah um oled screens are very are very good with color because they have Beautiful. they have like individual light um turn on off capabilities so black is actually mm -hmm. black not a light emulating black through yeah yeah so the colors will look a lot better um if this if this is truly what the specs of the switch are and so i guess what what were you guys' thoughts on um this rumor becoming a big deal over the last couple days yeah i i say this all the time on on all in when when there's enough smoke there's fire right mm -hmm. and this is the kind of thing where Bloomberg and Bloomberg has reported on Switch Pro rumors before. 
Um, they're, they're somewhat corroborated. I mean, a rumor is still a rumor at the end of the day. We don't have any official confirmation from Nintendo, of course. In fact, they recently said that they have no plans for a Switch Pro in the near future, at least. So, but who knows? Maybe that was just PR speak. Exactly, exactly. So we'll have to see what happens. But I, I think the interesting thing here, this comes from bloomberg's uh representative in japan and you know they've got contacts that work in these hardware manufacturing warehouses and whatnot and so that's where they're getting information like this from that's where they can find out you know they're partnering with samsung for oled screens and it's going to have like 4k capabilities when docked and whatnot which by the way kind of needs to happen to be honest for the switch to stay relevant for the next few years and and somewhat compete with the competition and uh yeah so i mean i'm not saying this is like a 100 percent certitude uh but it's it's not nothing and I do yeah. sort of feel like that time frame is is it, it kind of tracks. If if they were to ramp up production, they were saying I think like a million units per month or something like that. Um, and so if they were to ramp that up in June, I mean they could totally have it ready by the fall. Zelda blowout. Here's your Zelda games. Here's your Ooh. you know here, here's your Switch Pro bundle. Blah blah blah. And and really kind of knock it out of the park for the holiday with that. You know. Yeah. That's kind of what I'm, I'm thinking. If they're if they're trying to start in June on production, it's it, I think they're shooting for a November time frame on release. Mm -hmm. If if this is all true, I, I mean it could all not be that, and and it could go as late as like April, I'd say if sure. it's if cause there's no reason. Here's the thing is there's not really a reason to release a Switch Pro right now. The Switch is still selling right. like crazy. They're not really needing to breathe new life into the market. It would breathe yep. more life into the market. And I think maybe that's their um, their ace up the sleeve to try and continue to boost sales. Because, you know, at some point you got to go, well, when's this going to... <laughs> when's this train going to slow down? When are the sales going to stop? And they're like, well, yeah. we're just going to keep pushing it farther. Yep with this why wait for it to slow down just speed up yeah that's that's kind of the thing right they, they found themselves in a weirdly advantageous <laughs> position because you know when the pandemic started folks were buying these switches up faster than they could even make them they were impossible to find for a long time there animal crossing blew up and all this and then you know coupled with that their competition ps5 and xbox series x nobody could find them so they're buying Switches instead because that's what's on shelves. So it was kind of that one-two punch that really worked in Nintendo's favor. And I really, I, I sort of feel like they're going to want to have a Switch Pro on shelves this holiday because that may not be the same story this holiday. It may be a little bit easier to find a PS5 or a Series X this holiday. So they may want the new, pretty, more competitive thing on the store shelf. So... Well, here's a question for you guys. What do you think the price point on that would be? <clears throat> do you think this is replacing the current model or is it a new is it a new upgraded model and will it be yeah. priced? Cuz they can't That's it, a good question. It, my my thoughts are like if it's if it's a third model to be sold in the Switch family, you can buy the Switch Lite, the Switch or the Super Switch right. or whatever it's going to be called. <laughs> Switch Plus, Switch Deluxe. <laughs> right. Switch you. I'm 
Yeah. <laughs> Don't do Switch U. <laughs> yeah. They can't they can't price it the same as the Switch. Why would you buy the Switch no. at that point? Well, you might right. they might price it the same as the Switch and drop the price of the Switch or Switch Lite. 50, 100 bucks, maybe probably not 100 for this Switch Lite. But I could yeah. see, I mean, it, they're, they're cheaper to make than they were four years ago when the Switch came right. out. It's true. So I, it, I think it could still be pretty feasible for them to drop the price $50, maybe a little more. And so still what, make yeah, money. I, what are you thinking I, the price will end up, Micah? Like, what, what do you think the Super Switch will cost? Well, I'm really hoping just like 300 <laughs> <laughs> Maybe two hundred. Yeah. Well, it could be. <laughs> Maybe if you dreams. roll it into existence, it'll happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I yeah. would. I doubt it'd be more than four hundred. I don't. Nintendo likes to keep their systems on the lower end, cost wise. So I'd be very surprised if it was more than four hundred. Yeah. No. It's it's not going to be more than four hundred. They're not going to want to have. That that is definitely an advantage that Nintendo has, and they are not going to want to have a box out there that is more expensive than the cheapest competition's box. You know, so I, I think they're definitely. I think three ninety nine, maybe even three forty nine, might be the the sweet spot there, depending on if they were going to drop the base model. I don't think they will. I think what's more likely is they'll position it as, hey, we've got the Switch Lite for the more casual market. We've got the you know, and, and for folks that want to have that handheld only experience and save a little bit of money, we've got this standard switch and then we've got the switch pro as kind of like a premium product that is going to be more in line with, and maybe they'll even launch it with a game that has switch pro enhancements or whatever. And, um, I, I think three ninety nine is probably the right price for it. If they have the parts to justify that, like if it's, yeah. if it's got it's say improved joy con, I think people will respond. Please. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I guess. <clears throat> I'm thinking the range of more, more along the lines of 350 and maybe dock the price on the other two models. So we got a 250, great. 250 switch model. That's what I was kind of thinking. $150, 150, $150 increase. I, I'm, I think they, they will sell at 400 I, I do, but I don't know if they're going to be, I, I mean, they don't necessarily need to justify, but I don't think that this is going to be that much better than the current Switch. Uh, a lot of people are throwing out these uh, predictions, which are just wish lists for Santa Claus to build their right. Switch. <laughs> and <clears throat> it's just not going to, it's, it's, it's an iteration. And part of me thinks, well, maybe this is just an upgrade to the existing model. And so new models, like like we had uh, last year with a new Switch model like that battery had life. improved right. battery life and slightly better specs. It might be something just as simple as that. The screen is, is bigger and that's that maybe that's it. And it's just the next wave of the Switch model. And that that would be fine too, and people would still buy it. Is the thing. Yeah. So I don't Who know. Knows, maybe they're just prototyping random ideas, and there isn't really a Switch Pro coming out soon. Because yeah, I, I mean, they, they they've got the money to burn. They they could do yeah. that. Like they could take a bite on that, even if it were more expensive to manufacture. 
Um, they, they could afford to do that. But it's, it's always the trade-off, right? It's always the trade-off of goodwill versus dollars of like, would this be more consumer friendly? Sure. But if we can make money, why don't we? I think people will still buy it yep. if they just replace it. But people are, you know, it's it's a Nintendo Switch, and like folks are gonna buy it no matter what they charge for it. You know, they they Nintendo's a shrewd business. You know, like they they know what their IP is worth. That's why they can come out and charge sixty dollars for Skyward Sword because you're gonna buy it. You know, yeah. Um. So I, I mean, I mean, I I would love for that to be the case. I, I hope they do that. But my my prediction, to be honest, is uh, no more than three ninety nine, and I think it'll coexist with light and regular Switch. But we'll we'll see. Again, it's all just rumors and conjecture for now. But I think again, when when there's enough smoke, there's fire, and they, they gotta talk about it eventually. Come out ahead of it. I'm really hoping that it does not segment the market, um, and that games don't come out exclusively for that system. Whatever I it is, so. I really doubt they're going to do so. that because they don't want to throw away the install base that the Switch has currently, no. and they know yeah, no. they know that the eighty million units that have sold of the Switch, uh, that not everybody in that is going to go. Oh, I want to upgrade. In fact, a very small percentage of those people will be upgrading to a new, more powerful Switch. And that's where, like, for the longest time, I didn't believe these rumors were even even really had credibility because I'm like, that's just the target demographic and market for the Switch is not people looking for better specs because most people just don't care. I, and that's, I mean, for for a lot of people that listen to our podcast um, and for us ourselves, we're, we're very into gaming and we want those right. things. But you got to realize that, like, the Switch's market is not made up entirely of that. It's a, we're, We make up a small percentage of the people that buy Switches. Sure. And I don't necessarily want to pay more for those things. <laughs> right. I'm okay with having the graphics not quite be so cutting edge if it saves me $100. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. I, I think those are some great points. And I also think, too, that the way that they might position I don't think they're going to have exclusive software for it that's only going to run on the thing that's not that's just not smart they've done that a couple of times um i think when they had the uh, the new 3ds i think like xenoblade yeah. port would only run on that or something like that there may be one or two titles that float through that way but i i really don't think they're going to do that but um in terms of like people responding to it if you if you put it out there and if you market it correctly with like hey um, this is what this game looks like and runs like on a regular Switch, and this is what it looks like and runs like on a Switch Pro. Like, if, if you're telling me that, like, I can play Hyrule Warriors at a steady frame rate on a Switch Pro, you know, that might convince me to upgrade if I if I like that those games enough. If you're telling me that I can play Breath of the Wild at a locked 60, you know, that's that's pretty tempting for, for a lot of people. It just, it's going to come down to marketing and it's going to come down to how they choose to, to sell it to folks, because you're right. A lot of people don't care about that stuff. A lot of people just want to save money and want to play the games on, on their switch and they don't care. But all of a sudden though, especially with something like an animal crossing or whatever, you know, the, these people are into this now and they're in deep. And we saw with NPD, we tracked the NPD numbers uh, every month on the show too. And 
we saw games that were suddenly selling again, like Breath of the Wild and Mario mm-hmm. Odyssey. People were kind of picking up new Switches and they were getting those games again. So if you come out and you say, hey, man, those games you just suddenly picked up, they run a lot better now and they look a lot better now. It might be a tempting value proposition. I don't know. It'll be interesting. True. True. Uh, yeah, definitely. Definitely can't wait to see what happens with it. I hope it's real. I will be. Me too. As part of my uh, Nintendo fan repentance process, I will be picking up whatever this is day one. So (laughs) (laughs) that's fair since I got my switch later. And well, that about wraps it up for our um, rumor mill today. So let's move over to the last segment of our show, which is the community corner. And in the community corner, we have a few questions to answer today. This first one's a two-parter. Comes from Dan, our buddy from RetroLogic, on Twitter. Asks, let's get some predictions for the next two Smash character reveals. One, a real-life guess, something that could feasibly happen. And two, a dream guess, what you'd love to see but probably won't happen in a million years. Oh, man. Who wants to start on this? Yeah, so I, I guess, okay, so realistic, if I can only pick one, um, it, you know, we've got two more slots here in this in this last Fighters Pass Volume 2. They say that's going to be it. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> um, the, the realistic one, I would say we're probably going to wind up getting some kind of, I, I know that this is going to make some people mad, but we're probably going to get a Pokemon representative from the new generation. Um, in terms of who would represent that, that's a little bit trickier. Um, if I had to guess, I would probably say Cinderace or which may be a little too similar to Incineroar, but like, I, I really think we're going to get some kind of gen eight Pokemon representative because it's, it's, it seems like it would be weird if smash ultimate would sort of let the sun set on a Pokemon generation without having that representative in there. It's true. So it, It'd be kind of cool for if if they did if they were to go for Cinderace, it'd be kind of cool to like work the you know the soccer ball in there and whatnot. So, that'd what's be cool. the uh, name of the legendaries for that one? Um, the sword, the so, sword dog. Yeah, so that's um that's gonna be Zacy Sword Doggo. Yeah, I, I was just <laughs> saying, I, that just popped into my head when you were like, what represents the series? Uh, so we have had some legendary Pokemon at like. Mewtwo being added in. Right. Um, Lucario is not really legendary, but he's kind of it kind of in that be weird. Super. Now that you mention that, <laughs> it would be super interesting if they did Zacian and, and Zamazenta. I they I don't, don't have split the fan base like that, but maybe like a Pyramithra situation. Yeah, I, that could be pretty cool. Well, they don't have but... any. They don't have any four-legged playable characters. That's they? actually a good point. I think that's right. Oh wait, yeah. wait, 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 wait. Uh, uh, Duck Bulbasaur? Hunt. Duck Hunt, yeah. It's true. Oh, yeah, Duck Hunt. But, true. Uh, but not but, many. Not many. Yeah. So that that would be, it would be unique, I, I'd say, but I don't know. Well, that's the this number is one thing. One up it, go with Ditto, and each smash attack, he transformed into a different Pokemon. <laughs> and like each special's different. Ditto's already in I the I don't game. think they'll do that, but. Yeah, he's an assist trophy. But uh, yeah, kind of yeah, a I, or, or an assist trophy, <laughs> no. yeah. and he comes out in a Pokeball. Yeah, but um, 
Yeah, no, I, I just feel like in terms of a realistic guess, like and maybe it's cynical of me, but I just feel like they're going to um they're they're gonna they're gonna touch on Gen 8 at some point. Uh it just seems weird to to leave Gen 8 on the table. And in terms of like a dream guess, uh and I'm starting to feel like more and more that this is a dream guess. But I'm one of those guys. I really want Waluigi. In Waluigi. The game. <laughs> I, I really. Do. I was gonna put that for my real one. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, I wasn't. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I just. I want unfortunately, Waluigi. as we get as we get further and further, like down this fighter's pass, it's starting to feel like more and more of a dream thing. I just. I would love it though. I, I want Waluigi in the game so bad. He he would be so perfect because. And we've talked about this actually. I think our very first top five on the show is about this, and Waluigi represents the spinoff games. He's the king of the spinoff games. He never had his own you know his own title. So it'd be really cool to incorporate something from all of those games into his move set from Mario Golf and tennis and right. Mario PDR. Yeah, DDR, that could be his final smash, you know, like work Ugh. all that stuff into it. And then like a lot of people are like, oh, that's never going to happen. He's already an assist trophy. It's like what character more than Waluigi would be so appropriate to be an assist trophy and a fighter? <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's just, just the yeah. ultimate troll. Yeah. So I, I, I respect that answer and I hope it's not a dream. So that's all I have to say. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, other than Waluigi, if I another just kind of quick, I guess, dream character, I I really would like Sora in the game. I'm a big Kingdom Hearts fan. Oh, there goes all my uh, answers, I'd, guys. I'd really like Seth, Seth picked all my. Those were my. Yeah, Sorry. I would love that. That would be fantastic. I think. But yeah, that one's. I feel like that's far more of a dream than Waluigi. Unfortunately, that's fair. Because just because of licensing, he's he's just too tangled right. in the web of Disney and square <laughs> tangled i see what you did there yeah I, uh, <laughs> yeah that's true and and that's why it, yeah i think you're right it probably is more of a dream than even waluigi because yeah it's just it's a mess he's a messy character to put in there but it's the kind of thing where like what a mic drop moment that would be man like if they were to have sora in smash that'd be that'd be crazy there's already so many square reps now though at this point i i really don't think we're gonna get any more but We'll see. Yeah. Micah, you got I feel an like answer? I don't have any like realistic guesses. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess I guess sort of realistic. I feel like they could do something with the Ratchet and Clank. I think that would cuz I mean they got oh. I feel like they're kind of rebooting Ratchet and Clank a little bit. It's been a long time since their last game. If I remember correctly, I can't remember what the new one's called now, but I think that could be a, a pretty good boost to both games. That'd be sick. But I think that would be cool. But uh, I guess my more wish list, Isaac from Golden Sun. Oh, my I heart. Love, I, I feel like there's so many cool things you could do with the moveset. I would love that so much. That and uh, Tetris L-Shape and Goomba Stack. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> Someone mentioned those as a joke forever ago, and I'm just like, oh, man, I would love that. <laughs> People would be so mad if they did Goomba Stack. <laughs> They'd be so, so mad, and I would kind of love to see it. Yeah. <laughs> I remember one of my friends, Me. Kyle, when uh, a Wii Fit Trainer came out, was like, I'm so upset they went with this choice. This is terrible. <laughs> he was. I remember that, him being so mad. And then I mained, 
as we fit trainer we for fit a long trainer. time and he just like he was like this is the worst character because just all because of yes. the disappointment he felt when it came out then he got cloud so he was happy so that's true yeah um yeah. For me, I'm going to go with. Oh, wait, I got, I got one more. Oh, dream master hand just popped into my head now. But I love a playable master hand or crazy hand. Either works for me. And that's, that's interesting because they end the past. Rumors. Oh yeah, with yeah. melee, I, I think. Yeah, hardcore man. There's rumors with all that stuff going on. That'd be so cool if they actually called back to that. Yeah, I would love that. Sorry, sorry to cut you off. No, you're good. Um, my my. Re- so this is this is gonna sound kind of dreamy, but I think this is a realistic guess. Uh, is Master Chief for the okay. from Halo? I feel like Xbox doesn't really have a rep in Smash. Um, you can loosely count Steve, but Steve existed prior to microsoft purchasing the purchasing them and so did banjo yeah yes so those i i don't really tie those as going i don't tie them to the xbox either at all like those those characters are tied to completely different minecraft i think is a pc game still in my mind and um banjos and n64 like that's just the way which is weird because i think i think they've owned rare longer than rare ever worked with nintendo at this (laughs) point yep so it's just where those characters are rooted, I guess. It is. Uh, it is. So, who better to represent Xbox than the face of Xbox, which is Master Chief? And I feel like they're saving it for the launch of the new Halo game, or closer to mm. the launch of the new Halo game. They have worked pretty closely with Microsoft on getting Cuphead over. Um, they yeah. have Cup- Cuphead is in Smash, so that's... I, I feel like it's actually pretty realistic and makes a lot of sense. Um, his moveset, I think, would be interesting, yeah, like a mix of using different weapons from in the game. And yeah, I think it would be a cool character. I would I would dig having Master Chief's character. I'd love that. Yeah, I would love that. And <laughs> yeah, I, cool. I would really like to have these kind of representatives, real representatives from from Microsoft and Sony. That's why I love the Ratchet and Clank answer. That, that would be so cool to see because you know, even though that one is, is hard because there's a lot of yeah. bad blood between Sony and yeah. Sony that goes back decades, you know? And um, so I don't know. Well, that'd be great though. I would really love to see these kind of representatives. You know, like you said, we've got Banjo, we've got Steve, we've got Cuphead even, but like you said, Andros, it's it's very much not you know Master Chief is the is the Xbox guy. Yeah. Like when you think Xbox, you think Master Chief. So that would be so cool. I would love that. And then I guess for Dream, you guys have already kind of hit all of my dream characters. I, I would <laughs> I would I would absolutely love Waluigi. And then Sora's was my was my pick for for the Dream. But I'm 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 trying to think uh, on every fighter pass that we have had um and, and one well we've had one too and then we we also had the ones for the uh for the wii u uh, yeah, yeah that's mm, true mm-hmm. there's always been a character i have never heard, personally heard of before uh prior to smash bros i had not heard of bayonetta i i know that's like sacrilegious okay. among some circles but yeah i'd never heard of that game i was like who is this this was the top voted 
character to be added because they did it right after that poll. If if you guys remember that whole right. thing, yeah. Um. So, and with the last one, it was Terry. And so I'm trying to think of a game that is maybe really popular in Japan or um, maybe a, a classic game that has a lot that, that had a big following in the past and would be revived in some way like they did with Terry. Something like that. Yeah. But obviously I, uh... I don't know any of those. <laughs> <laughs> right of course i i had one when we did that top five way back when uh one of mine was dig dug and oh yeah oh, yeah, cool. yeah it'd be super cool and and you know they work pretty closely with with bandai and namco nintendo has them co-developing games for them we've got pac-man obviously in the game and duck hunt is even kind of from that not from the same company but from that era of old school arcade games kind of mm -hmm. and um i would love it if they did dig dug that'd be so cool yeah, so my, I guess my Echo the Dolphin. I also want that now. My dream, maybe my dream pick is a uh, Plock. Just, oh Plock. yeah, <laughs> yes. Shout out Plock. Shout out Plock. Yes. That would be reviving. I hope a game they have a reveal dead. with Plock, and then it's not even Plock. It's just some other <laughs> random that character. Would, <laughs> that would be just like targeted attack on me. I think I, I feel like that. That would be. <laughs> that would be like. Hey, you know, yeah, I know you specifically wanted this and yeah. you're ripping this out of your dreams right hey, now. Nintendo's been trolling me lately too with these part-time UFO posts they've been doing on Twitter. That, you know, maybe maybe they got part-time UFO in the works for for Smash. <laughs> that would actually be yeah, that would, that that would be a fun character. I'd be down I, for it. I would I, what we were talking about with uh, the like four-legged uh, Pokémon um ideas i i want unique characters and i know right. a lot of what's popular won't actually be unique you know if they add sora and people are going to complain about another anime sword fighter and you'll be sure. like well no he doesn't wow. have a sword he has keys yeah right <laughs> oh, wow uh, very different but a lot of the characters start to feel the same i i mean you look at the roster and there's there's a a wide a wide uh, range of characters that are using swords in some way that aren't really like there's they're unique but on the onset it's not like super unique right. just because of be the too unique of weapon. when there's like almost a hundred characters now yeah. yeah which is why i thought min min was awesome having an arms character i was oh, yeah. i was absolutely blown away there was not an arms character in the base game like that Right. That blew my mind when they were not announced. Um, yeah, so I I think having some more unique characters, and I, I don't know how exactly you hit that other than doing more things. Like, they, they talked about with Pyramithra doing a Rex-Pyra combo, like Ice Climbers, but the, they were like, it's just too much. But if it's a simpler character, we could get another Ice Climber-type duo. Or the Chorus Kids was uh, rumored for a yes. while, like a, like a triple character. Goomba Stack would <laughs> yeah, be a good triple character. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know. That's my number one now. I just want Goomba Stack. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ever since Piranha Plant, I was like, oh, give me these crazy characters. Yeah. I authentically really like Piranha Plant. Like, I, I you know, I know everybody's mad about it. I actually really like playing as him. Yeah, it's like my troll character because I always just use the like the spike ball and yeah the lunge <laughs> falling over. Oh, I love that! I love those attacks. But it's 
Piranha Plants is really fun to play as. I hope that it that's is. what we get for Waluigi. Waluigi just gets thrown in as a bonus. That That's kind of my hope. Okay. Is that, you know, Piranha Plant was like, hey, thank you so much for... Uh, wait, what did you even get that for? Was that for... It was for, like, early adopters or something? Yeah, yeah if I think you it was bought, like a pre-order bonus. Yeah, yeah. If you bought Smash Bros. within a certain window. Yeah, you could, like... Right. I think it was, like, almost three months or something you could... Right. Maybe they release, like... Get it. They release that standalone Waluigi game they've got in the back, you know, uh, oh, and then dude. and then if you buy if you pre-order that, you get him as a Smash DLC. Well, what would that even be like, dude? I, I so I, I have thought about this for a while. I would love a Wario and Waluigi partners in crime. Yes. Oh yeah, like, yeah. Bring, let's I bring back that. the Mario Luigi yes. series, but with that, yeah. But with them, yeah, make fun. that their little spin-off series. It's time. It is time. It's it is absolutely criminal that Waluigi has not gotten his own game, and you know that Nintendo yeah. knows that fans want one. Yeah. The amount of disrespect to Waluigi. Why? Is uh, <laughs> here's the thing that blows my mind. Why is he not in any Wario game? What? Right. He would fit so well in WarioWare. Just as right. it, it, just anything, any mention the, of him in there. Probably saving him for like the F Zero reboot instead of Captain Falcon. You got Waluigi. Uh, I mean, I'd play it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, anything. I'm not really a, that big a fan of Waluigi or F Zero, but I would definitely play that. <laughs> the weirder it gets, the more Micah's in. Um, I mean, yeah. That's I. I do think I do think Waluigi deserves a spot. I. He does. I feel like. I've I've thought this for for a long time. Uh, Mario Bros. as a series with their their games. So you got Mario sixty four on the DS. Wario was playable. It's like just just toss Waluigi in there too. It's just another hat. Just another hat he can put on. Right. And they just yeah they they just refuse to give him just even a little bit more outside of the party sphere. So maybe he's just I a actually... he just likes to party. That's his thing. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe that's maybe that's their logic for it. I do have one more that I think is actually pretty realistic. I know this is cheating. I know I've given out like four answers, but, uh, <laughs> but I, I think one that actually is fairly realistic is Dr. Robotnik, um, because at this point we've got villain characters to complement basically every character that has a major antagonist. And the, the, the big missing link, especially now that we have Sephiroth, is Dr. Robotnik. So I would love to see that. Yeah, yeah, that actually be really cool. And that they got be. the second movie coming out at some point. Right. Yep, Jim yep. Carrey alt, alt skin. Yeah, Jim Carrey alt <laughs> skin. Yes. Oh man, I'd be so all for that. Well, thank you so much for the question, Dan. That was a lot of fun. Good discussion. Yes, thanks, Dan. Uh, let's go to an, since we're talking Pokemon uh, rep. Let's ask this question from MuggleMoo in Discord. And of course, I did not transfer that one over, so let me hop over there. Question is, which Pokemon is your spirit Pokemon? Which Pokemon Gengar. is your spirit animal? Gengar. Well, that one's just your favorite, right? Well, which, <laughs> which Pokemon is most likely to use self-destruct? Wow. wow. Electrode or Voltron? <laughs> Electrode, yeah. Okay. That was just... I know that. I feel like in one of the games. That's a very uh, dark way to take this, Micah. I I instantly was like, 
Micah's a Snorlax. Like I, I was like, I was like, hundred oh, percent. Wow. But then I you thought about it. Used to be offended to that, if you want. <laughs> I thought a little bit more about it and felt like slacking was much more mm. was much more your speed. Because Snorlax, Snorlax is like a big guy that's asleep from eating too much food, which Micah isn't necessarily someone that like eats a ton and sleep. Micah's just actually just lazy. <laughs> it's called being efficient. And slacking <laughs> represents that perfectly. I, I felt like I needed, I'm, I'm not giving my own answer. I'm giving an answer for Micah. Slacking that's is true. one that has that rage induced motivation for short oh, stints yeah. of time. Oh yeah. <laughs> And then the rest of the time he's a sloth that's kind of just like chill in there. And that's, that's like Micah to the T. Micah's never an angry person, but every once in a while just exerts power levels well beyond what you expect from uh, – f- <laughs> this is so insulting sounding. I didn't mean to make it sound insulting. <laughs> I just thought this was – I was perfect. Slacking. Oh, that's, that's pretty fitting. It's pretty fitting. I'll take it. Micah sleeps a lot. That's what I'm getting at. That's that's that's, that's fair. except when I was destroying Panel de Pong slash having Panel de Pong destroy me. <laughs> there you go. There's yeah, that. No, I, but also, I could tell you I beat it. This is true. Yeah, I, I just Gengar is is my favorite Pokemon. First of all, but I've also always one of the reasons he is my favorite is because I do feel a little related to him in a weird way i know that's strange but it's you are wearing a purple I feel a little, shirt i feel i feel like you this you, is true you planned this, this. this is a kirby shirt but, oh okay oh, nice. uh, <laughs> i got my you can't really see nice anything here's pikachu? pikachu's ear nice, <laughs> nice. it's really yeah, cool no, but, um, i'm in <laughs> i i just i i feel i like his attitude and his personality i feel like he's got this kind of mischievous nature he um he he kind of i don't know i kind of relate to that a little bit and i don't know if i'm if i'm thinking about a pokemon that i'm the most like i don't know i'm a pretty like anxious person i'm kind of neurotic um i don't know that'd be a really good question for somebody else that knows me well but if i were to uh if i were to say one for myself gengar is is again my favorite pokemon but also the one i i've always felt the most kinship to I feel like it's a, a solid yeah, answer. Gengar is your spirit Pokemon. Your ghost spirit. And he's also a spirit Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gosh, I, I didn't I didn't give any thought to, uh, to one for myself. Um, I, I yeah, I, I can't probably. Like, now I feel like I got to come up with something for you, but I got nothing. Probably like an Bonsley. <laughs> <laughs> you like green i was gonna say like and nailed it Fernape or maybe a manky something that's really lanky because okay. I'm, I'm a pretty lanky guy <laughs> um and and high energy i i do feel like i'm a pretty high energy person so some, something like that i i instantly was like i'm like that squirrel pokemon but like uh i can't say it part Parchitsu, Pachirisu. Oh, yeah, Pachirisu. Pachirisu, thank you. I sound like I sound like an old man trying to pronounce Pokemon names. I I don't. Maybe I would be like a Toxtricity or something like that. I I play guitar, so maybe. Oh yeah, yeah. Toxtricity. That's that's a good one. Yeah, 
You know, you, so Bonsley was the best you could come up for me, Micah. After I put all that oh, effort yeah. into coming I, up with Pseudo slacking. Wudo, maybe, I guess. You are kind of tall. <laughs> that Pseudo Wudo actually is, is a very <laughs> good answer. An excellent one. Yeah, <laughs> excellent answer. A very lanky beanpole character that has kind of a quirky personality yeah, and is a roadblock the way you would think yeah as a roadblock exactly for a many people i feel like that's uh accurate of me yeah <laughs> yeah uh, uh, she didn't say magikarp <laughs> yeah <laughs> only because i hadn't thought of it until this point oh <laughs> uh, that's a good one well thank you for the question muggle moo uh thanks and then we got our last question here which i think is a lot of fun this is from Tim on Discord uh, from the Nintendo Dads. He says, Tim, I am your bearded fairy godfather, and I grant you one wish. No matter how hard you think it is to get them, if you could invite one person that's alive to be a guest on your podcast, who would it be and why? And this for you, Seth, will be for all in. Who would you, who would you like? Um, so... Yeah. yeah. So I thought about this and there, there are, I think you even said this in the discord chat, so many possibilities and we have talked to some really cool folks. We've had you on there. We've had Tim on the show twice, as a matter of fact. And, um, we, we've gotten some really cool folks on the show before, but, uh, gun to my head. I, I think I would have to go with Doug Bowser and not because He's simply the president of Nintendo, but because Doug Bowser has kind of become a running joke on our show. Um, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, you we, guys we, are always... We've kind of turned him into a little bit of a character on our show where we'll just, we'll have some kind of dumb idea and we'll, all right, Doug Bowser's writing that down. You know, Doug Bowser's, <laughs> Doug Bowser's gonna make it happen, you know, kind of thing. So he's he's kind of our white whale. If we were to get him on the show, it would be like, it would be like God manifesting onto our show a little bit. It, it would be really something else. I so, love this answer. Doug... That's such a good answer. Because <laughs> we can't say that here. We can't say, "Oh yeah, we want we want Doug Bowser on here." Because we we don't we don't uh, we don't specifically call out to Doug Bowser to write stuff down like you guys do. <laughs> we mentioned Doug Bowser like every other episode for one reason or another. And actually, as a matter of fact, shout out to Tim. Tim was there when we started that, when we started that kind of trend. Uh, we, we had Tim on and we were talking about, I think we came up with a Luigi's bed and breakfast idea. And, uh, yeah. and I was, I was like, Doug Bowser, make it happen, you know, and, and it just kind of became a thing. So yeah, Doug Bowser would be would be our white whale for sure. And you know, there are probably other people. If we were to have him on the show, he'd probably have to give us a very buttoned up PR interview. But just for the novelty of it, uh, we would have to. It's kind of like when the H three podcast got Papa John on finally. You know, it's kind of like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's great, Micah. What do you got? Have anybody on the show? Uh, well. I think it'd be great if there was another me on the show. <laughs> a second wow. Micah. Wow. <laughs> Love that. Because you can have I anybody am, on the show. Am, I am hilarious. So you just know there'd be good times. Well, not for all, but mostly just for me and me. Love that. <laughs> I can't. I can't believe that you you have the option. The Tim the fairy is coming in to grant you any wish, and you picked yourself. It's just it boggles my well, mind a little bit. 
I mean, we we could technically get Doug Bowser to come on the show, but it'd be very difficult to get a second me on the show without some magical interventions. So <laughs> I think it's very reasonable. Uh, that's great. Do you want to give a second best choice? No. I don't want to give you the cop-out answer of saying yourself. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like well, that's a slight cop-out. I, I guess I got to say, I feel like Reggie would just be real yeah. fun have on the show yeah that's true yeah, man. yeah we'd have to get him to say everything you know yeah hey, my body say, is ready. say my body is ready yeah every now and then <laughs> yeah. i'll just kind of like i'll just kind of shoot my shot like like reggie will make a post and i'll just be like hey reggie come on all in podcast <laughs> just like what's the worst that's gonna happen he ignores me so <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah you might as well hey I... larson same thing <laughs> 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 that would be awesome. Have Brie Larson on for your Metroid Prime episode. Prime. Talk about yeah. wanting yeah, to man. play Samus. Ugh. So for me, I I have always wanted to meet and and um, talk to uh, Miyamoto, Shigeru Miyamoto, right. um, Masahiro Sakurai. I do feel like having them yeah, on the podcast. Number two. I do like feel like having them on the podcast, even though it's it it's not realistic to get them on. I I don't really logistically see with the language barrier it being right as cool as just talking as just meeting them and talking to them regularly as right to having them on a podcast. Well, just add them to throw them a little extra magic, and you could both understand each other. <laughs> so. With that, I was I was going with like I was thinking I was thinking as well like representatives inside. I decided to go. I think I'm going to go with more of a, a content creator for Nintendo stuff, and I'll probably say Scott the Waz. Scott the Waz. So yeah. yeah, that'd be a great get, man. That'd be a great get. He's guested on podcasts before. I'm I'm actually like tempted to reach out, but I Shoot also shot, dude. I also. I also really want him on as a guest at some point. That would be very cool. So, so maybe, maybe we'll, maybe we'll wait till the timing is right. He's not making videos right now. He's on break. So maybe that, maybe that's now. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's why I think I'll say Scott the Waz. But at, at the same time, he's he's like a content creator. So this is this is what happened in my head. And when Tim asked this question, I'm like, this is why I I would not do well with a genie or any sort of wish pressure. I I would never make a decision. I'd be sitting here going, "Well, it could be this person or this person or this person." Um, so I also think it would just be great to have uh Charles Martinet on. Yeah, on. yeah. You guys had yeah. the voice of Bowser on your show. That we did. We wow. did. We had Kenny James on the show for the Mario thirty fifth episode, and we we actually we reached out to uh, Charles Martinet. And, um, you know, I'm sure he had nothing else going on for Mario's 35th. I'm sure nobody else reached out to him. So, but, uh, <laughs> but no, we, yeah. So that was, that's a great example of just shooting your shot. And sometimes it works out. I mean, Kenny James, we talked to him for like three hours. I mean, even like well after the recording stopped, we just sat there and BS with him for forever. I mean, he, he's a really cool guy. And uh, that was just a blind email. I was like, Hey, I wonder, you know, and yeah. sometimes it works out. All right, Tim. Um, you've heard our wishes now. Thanks, Tim. Make it happen. Make it happen. The bearded fairy, Tim, coming in on podcasts everywhere. 
really appreciate the question. I, I think that was a that was a yeah. fun one. And with that, I guess um, we'll we'll close out today talking a little bit. Let's let's talk about the fourth birthday of the Nintendo Switch. This has been four years of um for for me has been an awesome time to kind of really become a true Nintendo fan. Uh, prior to the Switch, I did not follow news, um, and it's it's funny. It, it really all started with our our pal Eli, who was just so hyped. He was back. He was on the hype train with the NX. Um, he talked about it so much that friends that we had not hung out with for months and months um got him for his birthday a switch fund jar that that's like we hadn't that's, we, awesome. that, that's how hyped he was and his hype was infectious to the point and i'm all i've always been a huge nintendo fan but i never like followed uh followed news on it watched um watched directs like day of launch that kind of stuff uh, in fact, press conferences were not a big thing for me into, until really the Switch generation of, of games. And it's really opened up the hobby in a new way for me. Um, I'm not only enjoying playing the games that come out onto it, but also just the culture and fun surrounding being a fan of the franchise. And I, I hope that doesn't like discount me as a, as a host in saying that, I had, oh. I had very much casually, but not casually, <laughs> enjoyed Nintendo my whole life. Um, but now I'm getting into it from more of a podcaster's perspective. Uh, and this has been happening well before we started this podcast. Um, from a, oh man, this I, I just uh, am a fan of the brand. And this four years has been a blast. It is wild to me to look back four years ago Uh how different my life was i i had a brand new baby at that point um and was like pretty newly married like i've only been married for a year or two and and was in college and now like my life has changed so much over the course of of the switch's life that it does feel like it's been 40 years since the switch came out but at the same time it doesn't feel like it's been that long so I don't know if you guys wanted to give your little uh, happy birthday speech <laughs> for the Switch. Sure. Yeah, sure. I Yeah, for me, the Switch is my favorite Nintendo console uh, for a lot of reasons. And the the library, of course, is amazing. Um, the, the big thing for me, though, it, it, if I had one kind of word to associate with the Switch era as it relates to my life, it would be community. And that's because, A... It's got the Switch, you know, every Switch has built-in multiplayer. With the Joy-Con, just full stop, built-in multiplayer, boom, you're good to go. Yeah. That's been an amazing thing for, for myself, my friends, my family. The fact that I can take the Switch with me wherever I go has been a huge thing for me. And and again, it, it creates these experiences of like, hey, whenever I have to go, you know, I'll do you know, laundry at my parents' house and I'll bring my Switch over. My, me and my little brother will play Crawl or something like that. And... Um, you know, maybe we'll do a round of Smash or something. And, and that, that's been a big thing. But then also, to touch on what you said, Andros, very much like you, I have been doing podcasts just kind of laboring in obscurity for many, many years. I've been doing podcasts for six or seven years now. 
And that's, you know, the when I kind of got into the Nintendo thing, being a lifelong Nintendo fan, and when, you know, Eric and I decided to do All In and do a dedicated Nintendo podcast, um, that was kind of the eureka moment for me. It was like, well, we both love this thing. We're both super passionate about this. And that's when we got involved with the Nintendo community and met folks like you and the Nintendo dads and, and stuff like that. And we just made all these really cool friends. And that's something that I've never really had on the internet. I've never really, not to get like too real on you, but that I've never really had a, a an online community to call home. And, uh, and the Nintendo community gave me that. And um, so I, I've really enjoyed getting to know everybody and and the switch era will always represent community to me. Great, I I love that. That's it's yeah, it's that was, that's been that what really it good. Been. Micah, no. yeah, yeah, I was close, like, no, I have close, to go after that. Wow, close up. If you want, we can get your clone in here <laughs> to, to do oh, that. Oh yeah, that perfect. Tim, <laughs> <that Tim> Please <laughs> get that Goomba stack so, rolling. Well, that, yeah. But actually, to build up a little bit of that, I feel like the switch has been a really good system for like helping me stay in touch. With a lot of my mm. friends, as we've all like moved apart and whatnot. Yep. And I still talk to like all my friends essentially every once in a while, shoot them a text. But all of us that like still play the Switch and all these Nintendo games together, we like talk every week at least. So it, it's been really cool for that. But yeah, my life has not changed all that much in the past four years. I've essentially just been in college the whole time. <laughs> so I got my. Although I just got to find an internship now and then I'm all good. But yeah, the, uh, I, I didn't think about that, Micah. You're, you're like a hundred percent right. Because, uh, over the course of, of the time I've moved, I've moved twice, um, well, several times within similar areas, but twice big state moves, uh, across, across the country. And it's how I stay connected with you. It's how I stay connected with our other college friends, how I stay connected with my siblings, uh, where we're all, playing the switch together it basically extended what we had in like our high school um and early college life with the Wii and wii u uh the, the yeah. community we had locally the switch has basically made that possible online and so we've continued that community and revived it for some of in some ways and yeah. that's so cool i i am yeah, very thankful and- that i got that i got the system yeah and being able to play on the go. When I when the first like the switch was first coming, I was like, oh, I'm not really going to use the off un, undocked capabilities Same. all that much. And I think I do that more than I play on the TV now. Same, yeah. I mean, when I was off like at college in my dorms, I didn't really have a TV. But even when I do have access to a TV in the dock, a lot of the time it's just like so convenient. Yeah. To play handheld. Well. It's, it's with that, I guess we say happy birthday to the Switch. This has been a great four years. I mean, it's it's not been perfect, but what console is, you know, besides yeah. the GameCube for Micah. Uh, <laughs> I do love the GameCube. The GameCube is GameCube. the perfect console. Oh, man. But so I'm, one of my favorite games. I'm looking forward to another four years uh, with this system because it's. I, I mean, I'm guessing that we're gonna we're gonna go longer. It's already been stated several times. Like this is we're going for a longer console lifespan, for sure. And with its success, I don't see them completely abandoning it. You know, it's gonna be 2040, and they're gonna be releasing Just Dance on the Switch still, kind of deal. <laughs> 
<laughs> Definitely. They were still solo on Wii for the longest time, so yeah. holding on to that. <laughs> I do feel like the Switch is on its way to surpass um, all previous Nintendo consoles. It's been boosted by pandemic numbers, but at the same time, it's just the sense of community that the that the console has created. And it seems like the the peak for Nintendo as far as what games can be. I, I You can't really say that a previous system was a better system. Uh, you can remember it That's nostalgically and, and with fun uh, with those memories, but by comparison to what this one has done and is capable of doing, I, I don't, I don't think, I don't think anything else holds a candle to it because everything else built to this. Yeah. Even and what even an exciting time. What an exciting time to be to be us, to be fans and content creators. This has been such a cool time to be uh, to be somebody who produces Nintendo content. I mean, we have never I've been a Nintendo fan for 30 years. And I mean, we've we have never had a more exciting time and never had so many cool things to talk about just constantly. So, I mean, I, I'm just super, super happy with this whole era of Nintendo. A very happy Nintendo fan. Yes. Same here. Well, with that, I guess we will close out today's episode. I uh, want to thank everybody for tuning in and listening. Uh, if you would like to follow us on social medias, you can do so by heading on over to Twitter. We are at Nintendo Pals and on um, Instagram at Nintendo Pals Podcast. We are also on YouTube. If you're watching this on YouTube, thank you so much for watching. Please hit the subscribe, like, and bell buttons and share with your yeah. friends. Thanks for making me shower at least once a week. So. <laughs> that was the most college statement I've ever heard. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's a podcast day. Gotta shower. And I guess uh, special thanks to VGR for the intro music we use for the show. And um, Seth, do you want to give a plug to your stuff? Sure, yeah. Uh, we're All In a Nintendo Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at All In Podcast. You can find me at $2 Hero. We are also found wherever podcasts are sold, listening to, streamed. Um, Google Play, Spotify, all that stuff. iTunes, we're, we're there. So definitely check us out. Yes. Um, so I guess with that, and yeah, send us off with a closing remark. Yeah, really, really short and sweet. I'm just going to say thanks, Bobby. Thanks so much. Thanks, guys.